Welcome to Dark Insight, episode number 27 for Friday, August the 5th. I'm your host this week, Jeremy Greer, joined by Vader Van Oden from New Zealand. How are you today, Vader? Very good, thank you. Um, and Cliff's not with us this week because Cliff just apparently doesn't ever want a podcast with me again. He's real mad at me. I don't know what the story there is. Um, <laughs> instead, we brought over a friend of the show, Stephen Valu. Am I saying that right, Stephen? Got it. Uh, sort of. It's sort of. Vayu. <laughs> Vayu. Okay. Very so. close. I was I was close. I knew to, to silence the X at the end. I just didn't know about anything yeah. about the L's. Um, no, that might make it sound more cool. <laughs> people who've been listening and watching our Twitter feed may know Steven. He's been writing a couple of reviews for us. Uh, he wrote a review for Song of the Deep, which went up a couple of weeks ago. And he also wrote a review for Hyperlight Drifter, which I have neglected to post this week. But will be up by the time you hear this podcast, I promise. Nice. Oh, nice. Right. Where else might people know you from, Steven? Um, uh, if they are following me on Twitter, then they will know about my, uh, seemingly random babblings on the internet. Uh, also I do a podcast called platformers with me and a couple friends and it's kind of like a general news, uh, in gaming and stuff. And then we also talk about like the weirdo pros and cons of exclusives and whatnot in the console life. Nice. But yeah. Well, how are both of you doing today? Is everything wonderful in, in your various lands? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah? Vader? There's a big storm down here. I was going to say, what's, what's the weather like over in New Zealand? Give us the updates. Uh, it's been the coldest week this winter. Um, so it's yeah, been pretty cold. And I work in an office, air quotations. It's a, I work in an office job, but we're actually in an old warehouse, and it's freezing. It's like all concrete. And like it's... Awesome. Yeah. What uh? Yeah. What how how cold is like this coldest week? Like what what is that? Uh it still doesn't get below. This is not freezing, but we have um, the wind is what gets you in Wellington because uh, we got mm. the Antarctic wind. The Antarctic <laughs> so, wind. So it'll be like six degrees, but feels like, like oh geez. one degrees. Oh sorry, that's Celsius. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really just I was really just baiting this into a Celsius versus Fahrenheit argument. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> you kept saying it's cold, and I'm like, give me a number. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I know you guys don't understand logic, so I don't wow. numbers. <laughs> oh. I don't know, man. You, you are outnumbered this time, so... Yeah, oh, seriously, I'll, yeah. Fair I come across here. plenty of Americans who appreciate the... The Celsius better. But. They're all hipster weirdos. <laughs> and also, none of them are on Dark, the Dark Insight podcast, and we're episode 27, so <laughs> you were SOL. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, yeah, it's pretty cold. I got a blanket this week, so I'm all snuggled up in a nice fluffy blanket. Nice. Very good. It is like ridiculously hot and, and, and sweaty here. Uh, we just had like yeah. a, a pour down rain, and then it immediately evaporated into the air, so now it's just hot and muggy and miserable outside. Yep. That's about the same in Florida. Florida. Same in Florida, Stephen? Yep. Excellent. Just add some crocodiles into the mix. 
I think I know, the, alligators. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I get it right, Vader. Jeez. <laughs> Lizardy things that can eat you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, and we've got some listener questions. Um, I've been gone for a couple of weeks, so uh, I've got actually, I guess, four weeks since we record these every other week, and um, I've got a bunch of games that I want to talk about that I've managed to buy and not play, and uh, of course, we want to get Steven's opinion since he's never been here before. But first, we're going to talk a little bit about some news. Um, and before I talk for another hour on my recent adventures, um, what is this about <laughs> the NX having Mario and Pokemon games? Because I have not seen this news uh, at all. Well, yeah, I'm, I haven't. I skipped um, the Wii U. I had the Wii. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking very seriously about getting the NX uh, for uh, Breath of the Wild because it looks pretty sweet. And it's just quite exciting that um, recently they've come out and announced that and said that they will have a Mario and Pokemon game for the NX with, um, within the launch window, um, which is exciting because it means that they are actually... So we haven't heard much about games for the NX, and so knowing that some of their big titles will be released soon after, um, yeah, it gives it a bit more um, value in getting the, picking up the NX in my books. So, I mean, I don't know, just kind of... Out of E3, there were only two games that were confirmed, and it was the Zelda Breath of the Wild and you know Ubisoft's Just Dance. So you can always make sure you've got those two <laughs> prime prop gaming properties. Um, Did y'all talk but, about... Just, uh, I listened to the episode 26 that I wasn't able to be on. I listened to it, but I don't remember if y'all talked just, about the uh, uh, NX at all. I think the newts came out after that, right? Yeah, uh, yeah we didn't really like talk about the NX. Yeah, okay. Uh, we talked about the NES. Yes, that's what... Okay, so... So, okay. like, they, there, there was some news saying that, like, it's definitely going to be a system that you plug into your TV and that will have detachable controllers, but that you can also kind of take with you on the go. And that just does I, not seem to, like, fit my lifestyle at all. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just, I just look at that and go, like, that's not anything that I'll ever be doing. Like, I'm never going to, like, yeah. I, have a, I have an iPhone. Like, I don't need a, another portable <laughs> device. The only time I play well, my 3DS is at the house. I also think that's <laughs> still kind of a rumor at this point. I didn't know that that was yes, actually confirmed. I mean, it was it was a rumor from uh, the Wall Street Journal, which is where Nintendo goes to play yeah. their, their rumors. So it's well, cool. and this was also like uh, way back when I think almost either the beginning of this year or the end of last year, there was uh, talks of them uh, placing a patent on this kind of technology that would imply like a controller that is also a handheld console. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So I mean, it would make sense. I I just didn't know from your wording. I didn't know if they had officially announced it no nothing's been officially yet. announced yeah, um, but no, there's been so many rumors yeah um it was, it's literally just the the stuff that came out of the wall yeah. street journal god i mm-hmm. hope it's the wall street journal please don't correct me online I, i'm pretty <laughs> sure that's right yeah i think that's what i heard the, the idea of having the two controllers that you can actually play two player on the go seems kind of cool though <laughs> that's um, pretty rad the only th- like i'm kind of with you jeremy like as far as like a handheld goes that kind of bums me out but at the same time I think this means that they're going to eliminate the 3DS and phase that out and just have everything on one platform, which I think will actually be a, a little bit better. So you're not you know, having to go to the handhelds for your Monster Hunter and your consoles for Zelda, and you, know, and you won't have your Marios all split up. It'll all be in kind of one place. That seems like a pretty rad yes, idea. I like that because um, I, yeah, I don't tend to play um handheld games because I, I don't commute i don't really have i don't really take a lunch break so i don't really have anywhere to sit and play if i'm going to sit and play a game i'll sit on my couch or and play a console game 
so but being able to play i've always wanted to have a good pokemon rpg on a console but they exactly and it's always been handheld and so i've just i haven't played any of the recent ones um but i'd love to um and so i, I like the idea and the other thing is is that it seems to be rumored and slash confirmed that uh there'll be cartridges over um discs or like cds or or whatnot it would have yeah, to be. Weird I mean, yeah. if you're gonna make if you're gonna make this thing portable, yeah. like you can't have yeah, exactly. like optical media, because the the Vita is all solid state. Like the Vita uses memory cards, and the last portable system to use the optical media was the PSP, and even that was yes. like like they got away from that as quickly as they yeah. could. Universal <laughs> media discs. Man. Universal media disc. If you guys want to see uh, if you guys want to see the Spider Man movie on UMD, by oh, the way, I've got that. I've got I've, I've got like four of them that, for some oh reason. <laughs> um but yeah it, it's exciting um i just hope that we don't compromise well it's, if it's gonna have breath of the wild like they can't release it on the wii u and the nx and the nx look like rubbish um that's yeah. my problem with <clears throat> um i tried like final fantasy crystals or something on my wii way back because i like my final fantasy but just the graphics were rubbish because it was they were just dumbed down so so badly to because it was a cross-platform game like you could play on the the um ds and the and the wii and so just the graphics on the wii just looked terrible because... i can't imagine that they would go back to standard definition either like they have this has to be like 1080p right exactly it yeah it's, it'll yeah. be 1080p um, one year or whatever because they're 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 thinking that the rumor that came out of all this stuff was that they're going to run on like the next generation of tegra um, which mm. is like the technology oh, that right. the NVIDIA, it's like the NVIDIA's uh, kind of portable stuff. And I have like, I have the yeah. NVIDIA shield connected to my TV and, uh, and that thing can emulate like, and play like new games pretty well. Like it's, it's not like amazing or anything, but it's pretty good. And the next generation mm-hmm. of that should be able to handle, like, I think it should be able to handle, like, it'll look like a common, <clears throat> it's never going to be the Witcher three, but like, I think you can run yeah. Breath of the wild pretty well. And, uh, and you know, Nintendo has always been good at, leveraging their uh art create style. their art style more so mm-hmm. than their technology so like i'm sure they'll be whatever yeah, they put on true. there will look will look really really good mm. i just i don't know like I, you know I, I bought the wii u pretty early and mm. I, it, I did it mostly because i had like a bunch of wii games that i kind of wanted to play and i had sold my wii already so I'd, but like there was just and i like the wii u as a system like i have played enough games on the wii u but Man, they were gonna have to like sh- like twist my arm with some really good looking games and some some really cool looking games for me to buy this thing on release. Like, I I just I'm just never going to take this thing anywhere with me. Like, I guarantee you, I'm never going to go to the bar and have this in my hands. Like, it's just not going to happen. No, it's going to be you're going to have that, and then the guy next to you is going to have his uh, his portable VR headset with it. <laughs> exactly. That's what happens, right? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Um, <laughs> so, um, Stephen, you said, uh, what is this No Man's Sky business that we were going to talk about? Yeah, so um, I guess this is kind of a while ago. I think this is the end of last month, actually, that this happened. Um, someone was able to acquire a leaked copy of No Man's Sky on eBay. I think he bought it for almost 2000 bucks. That sounds like something um, Vader would do. <laughs> I'm gonna kill them. I don't waste money. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That'd be like eight thousand dollars in New Zealand. What am I talking about? <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Stephen. Please continue. No, it's, it's a good point. He probably would. Um, but anywho, uh, and the 
the quote unquote kerfuffle around this whole deal is that uh, the guy reached the center of the universe, which is supposedly the end game of No Man's Sky in about 30 hours. And for, I think, a majority of the Internet who's been building up this game to a ridiculous degree and saying, this is the only game I'll play for the rest of my life. You know, I, I think that kind of bummed a lot of people out. Um, but I don't know. I was just wondering what you guys thought of, like, how you apparently can this massive, uh, you know, what was it? Like quintillion planet game. You can kind of beat it in about 30 hours. Well, there's a difference between beat and play, right? Because you can yeah. beat The Witcher in a certain amount of hours, but like to actually exhaust all of the content in that game would take you like however many times of those hours times like six or seven. Uh, so, um, you so know, that's I, Chris from Chomp Chain. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, like three hundred hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even Dylan, Dylan the other day was like, "I thought I was playing this casually, and I'm a hundred hours into it. How did that happen?" Um, but yeah, like it's so to me, like if you. You know, just like with, uh, oh, let's go ahead and get the first Dark Souls reference out of the way. Like, if you mainline Dark oh, yeah. Souls, uh, you know, you can get through that game in six or seven hours. That doesn't necessarily mean you've exhausted all the content. On the, yeah. on the flip side of that, like, I don't know why people were this hyped up about this game to begin with. Like, they showed trailers. I mean, they, they kept showing trailers, which looked really cool, but, like, they were just trailers. Like, <laughs> I mean, they can make anything look cool. And, I'm, and the game looks rad since. Like for the last month, they've been releasing like these like really mechanics focused trailers that, you know, like they show people in combat and they show people space fighting and it's all that stuff, which was much more information than we ever saw about that game before. Space and it, fighting, is that what they call it? Space fighting, dog fighting. Just sounds funny. <laughs> space battles. Space battle. Yeah, yeah. You're flying around in a spaceship and you're shooting. You're you know pew pew in other other spaceships. That's space space battle. fights sounds a little bit like the Russian knockoff of Star Wars, but you know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Space Fighter Two: The Return of Khan. That's what we're that's what we're talking about right now. Yeah. No, um, yeah, this is by no means like I'm not. Like, oh no, absolutely. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh cool, the end of the end game of of No Man's Sky is actually attainable to me because like, yeah. The Witcher Three to me almost has too much content. Like I don't. That game is way too intimidating to me, and I have it, uh, and I just I can't penetrate into it. So the idea that I could actually see whatever's at the center of the universe in a reasonable amount of time is awesome to hear. Um, but also, like, the real reason I'm getting this game is going to be just to fly around and look at cool space dinosaurs. Like, that's all I want to do yep. for hours and hours is look at really cool, like, science fiction novels covers. Yeah, like, yeah that's that's <laughs> all I'm into it for as well. Like, I think that's... I think that's why people got so excited. You, you mentioned earlier, Jeremy, just there was a few trailers, but I think it's the the possibilities with this game, I think, that people got so excited about, that there is this endless universe to search. And um, But again, this guy's playing by himself. Like, I wonder if it'll be different because there'll be things you can do because it's a, it's a shared universe. Yeah, and the, also the thing that uh, they said, the caveat that they gave was that he apparently found... Uh, a common uh, material that he was able to uh, just use over and over again that apparently sells for more than most and was able to upgrade his ship a lot faster than yeah. maybe some people would be able to normally. So that he, I guess he quote unquote mainlined the game. Yep. 
so yeah and without any competition or for other people to play with um, yeah i'm sure that i'm sure there'll be uh, it'll take the average person longer um to do it but yeah yeah i don't think it's a big deal it's just another example of of gamers being dumb on the internet like yeah like the more and the i t- just wanted to talk about no man's sky so sure man <laughs> have you guys have you guys pre-ordered it uh I yeah not, no I have because um, I had pre-order money sitting with game um, EB Games, okay. GameStop. I was thinking about um, just and, committing uh, and doing it, but like it's so rare that I buy a game on release, and like I just I'm so worried that I'm going to buy it and like play it four times and be like, well, that was fun sixty dollars, and then not be able to do anything with it. Well, anymore though, there's not really a reason to pre-order unless it's digitally or through Amazon, so you can get it at your house. Like, there's a, I mean, to go to a store and pre-order it, I mean, I'll do it for convenience sake sometimes, but like, I'm just going to go pick it up the day it comes out, because there won't be a shortage, I don't think, at yeah, my store anyway. Yeah, the only reason I pre-order stuff is to do it digitally, so it'll preload like the weekend before, so I can just like yeah. pick it up and run on with the, the night it comes out. And sometimes they have cool stuff with the pre-order, every once in a while. Yeah. Keychain. So, moving on to our next topic, uh, the Batman Telltale game is broken on PC. Yeah, it's kind of sad. That what's, what's going on over there? Yeah, how is I don't it know. It, it's, it, it crashes. Um, I don't know how many times. Some people it's worse than others. I guess different rigs or different um, setups might be a bit more temperamental. But um, the, I think it was GameSpot review guy had it crash six times on his playthrough. Wow. Um and yeah, it just seems kind of funny that Batman seems cursed on PC. Like, yeah. just... Well, also, isn't this the first Telltale game that's using that new engine that's supposed to like fix stuff like this from happening? <laughs> um, I, yeah, to be honest, I wouldn't know. Um, uh, I think I just this know is that... the first one. They, I know that they are eventually changing engines, and I'm pretty sure this is the one that was supposed to be like, oh, we fixed all the stuff that's usually broken about Telltale stuff. Um, I think I've never really had. I've never had too much problem with any Telltale game I've played. On oh, console. I haven't either. But I guess yeah. that's a thing that happens. Well, no, they just they just kind of like specifically on console because I've played all of them either on the 360 or the PS4, and um, on the 360 I can kind of understand like frame stuttering and like every time you could tell the game was like you you could tell you every time you made an important decision because the game would freeze for like a split second, <laughs> which kind of ruins <laughs> the immersion, especially if you have all of that like. So and so will remember this. It's turned off because I don't really like that stuff. Um, I like that because then I'm like, oh no, what I do? <laughs> <laughs> Consequences. There's a uh, there's a good one in this game because I played this game today. I'll talk a little bit more about it in a minute, but uh, or at, when we get to it. But yeah, that's the, the game runs kind of like garbage considering like it's on a PS4. Oh, and when and when I say like garbage, not like. I'm over, I'm over exaggerating there. Like it just it's so inconsistent as to be bizarre. Like sometimes it feels like it's running at like a perfect sixty frames per second, and then other times that don't have much more of a complexity in the scene. It feels like it's running at like fifteen to twenty. Like it's just yeah. Walking Dead season one uh, actually does that on PS4. Exactly. And I didn't have yeah. that problem on PS3, which is weird. <laughs> it's a really like, a bizarre <laughs> thing. Like what what are you guys doing? Um, uh, the- I don't. I don't get it because those games aren't very taxing. Like, there's they're kind of set pieces, yeah. and there's not like large areas to go explore. And I think it's very small rooms, and they, and they have cool art styles, but it's not like they're pushing, you know, the the machines that they're on with their visuals in any way. Yeah, 
But I put an image in the uh, shared notes where you can make a decision, and it literally says, Gotham will hear of this. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> like, that is great. Yeah, but they've gotten a lot better about like making those things really funny, like to remember this stuff. So, yeah. Um, do, 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 do. And we also have a note in here that just says Xbox dumb that I don't understand. <laughs> I, I just saw the word Xbox and put dumb next to it. So I, I don't know. Um, like a lot of people that like 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 Cliff and uh, like our boy Morbid Beard who was on the last episode. Thank you again for joining us, Josh. We appreciate it. Um, I did just get an Xbox One a couple a few weeks ago, and that was a really cool box. It's really big, uh, but I had, had a lot of fun playing it. So I haven't got real deep on it because I just haven't had a lot of time to play video games in general. And um, I thought I'd play a lot of it today, and then. I started looking at all the new games I wanted to play, and they were all on PS4, so I kind of feel bad. <laughs> I did download uh, The Fall at CJ's suggestion, because that's getting a sequel, and it was only like a dollar, but uh, I haven't had a chance to boot it up yet. Oh, I was going to go check that, because mm-hmm. he mentioned that. Um, yeah, see, after last recording with Josh and uh, Cliff, they got me a bit more excited about my Xbox, because I've been a bit down on it. Um, and I got the EA Access... Okay. Um, which uh, which gave me a few more games for only like forty bucks for a year, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't like the UI of the Xbox; it's so painful. And then I was just getting used to how how janky it was, and they've gone and changed it this week, and now I have no idea what I'm doing again. <laughs> oh, I have see. I haven't even. <laughs> I didn't even boot it up this week. I didn't know it dramatically changed. <laughs> That's really. I think funny. it's for the. I think it's for the better, but I don't know. I just still can't work out what what buttons do, and yeah. <laughs> I have a. I had a funny you brought that up because I used to have an Xbox One, and uh, like way back when, before the previous update, and I it was fine, and like I played it with my friends and stuff. But man, I hated navigating through the menus. Oh, it's it was the worst. Um, it puts me off playing it. Like I didn't play it for like a couple of months because I was like, oh, I can't be bothered dealing with that. Um, Hmm. But uh, it's it seems like the uh, update should be better. No, that's good. But I've got to, I've got to get used to it. Um, they've like instead of having your games way down the bottom, you could there's like a little um, window up the top which has your uh, shortcut to your games and apps. Hub. Oh, really? Hmm. I haven't seen that at all. I'm gonna boot up my Xbox right now as we're talking about it. <laughs> um, so so that that's better. Um, and, but your pin games are still down the bottom where they were before. And, um, okay. I don't know. I just, yeah, just I find it real slow and sluggish. Um, well, you just need to upgrade to the Xbox One S. Yeah, that's probably what I'm actually going to be getting the next. I'm debating between uh, investing in a PlayStation VR or getting the Xbox One S, and I'm not sure which I want to do. I'm a. Yeah, a I'm cautiously, a yeah. <laughs> I'm cautiously optimistic about the PlayStation VR, but. They're supposed to put one in the uh, Best Buy down here, so as soon as they put, as soon as they do that, I'm gonna go check that out. Um, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be anything super life changing, but that is something that I'm interested enough, and uh, in, as you know, as a lark, uh, that I would kind of like to be, uh, maybe an early adopter, even though that, that could be unadvisable. But like, I would like to see how it develops from the beginning. Like, I think that'd be really fun to. To kind of see that stuff develop, so I don't know. But yeah, I was debating on maybe saving up for an Xbox One S instead, because Inside was uh, an exclusive. 
Yeah, and Inside's coming into PlayStation on the 24th of this month. So, <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, I didn't have just... to wait at all for that. It's oh, ridiculous. It's so it's good. The lamest ex- it's the lamest ex- uh, exclusive ever. Uh, man, everybody That's go play Inside. Tomb Raiders. Yeah. Well, yeah, nah. Tomb, Raider, Tomb Raider, I mean, like, PS4 still doesn't have the, the new one, so. That's uh, later, I think it's in October. It's, yeah, it's so later this year. Yeah. Um, and apparently Dead Rising 4 is coming over, so I was like, well, cool. I don't have to... But yeah, the the Tomb Raider, the PlayStation uh, 4 edition of it's going to be awesome. You get all the DLC. It's cheaper than normal retail. You get like a sweet art book. It's and like... a VR section of the game. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about VR, but I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> No, it looks dumb. Yeah, yes. Um, I'm really excited about the VR const uh, possibilities, but yeah, but yeah, just it's super exciting. I'm kind of sad that I've played it early on the Xbox. That's all right. You can buy it again. It's fine. Nah, no, yeah, despite not, what Jeremy said, responsible, right? Despite what Jeremy said that I'd do something dumb like spend two thousand dollars on a <laughs> game early, I wouldn't buy a game twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i've got I'm dark done. souls one like five five or even i think maybe up to 10 times now if, if you include like giving it to other people so <laughs> yeah, well, I, have a, I have a good three copies of almost every single metal gear game so yeah uh, i'm actually debating about buying dark souls 3 on uh xbox one because cj plays over there and our friend uh lurker zero plays over there so i was thinking about just going to get a pvp build up over there real quick oh i have a dumb story about that i um i pre-ordered it both physically and digitally mm-hmm. so that i could it would be installed and ready to play at midnight but i also wanted to go to the midnight release uh <laughs> some of my friends would be there so i also pre-ordered it physically so i could sit on my shelf next to the rest of the games nice so. nice i did the same thing but uh because i wanted a statue and i was gonna give away the game to uh a friend of mine from the duck feed slack without realizing that he lived in canada and when i tried to ship this game to oh, canada wow. it was like a hundred dollars and i'm like I well, like ooh. you, but I do not like you $100 for a free game that much, so sorry. Yeah. So now I actually have I have a, an unopened copy of Dark Souls 3. If any listeners out there, by the way, who live in the continental U.S. actually want an unopened copy of Dark Souls 3 for the PS4, like, let me know on Twitter, at JG Greer. Like, I'll send it to you, no big deal. So. Competition, competition time. <laughs> I'm not, not going to run a competition. I th- the competition is who can tweet me first. How about that? <laughs> who can tell Jeremy he's the coolest in the best way? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there we go. Who can make me feel good about my miserable, miserable existence? <clears throat> Since we're on uh, the topic of Dark Souls, I want to bring up uh, our friend Patty Stardust from the Twin Humanities podcast is doing a charity stream this weekend. And he's going to be running Dark Souls One at Soul Level One, uh, and oh, wow. you know, taking donations for. Um, he he did something with his last year, and I don't quite remember exactly what the charity was for, other than just like it was a charity for a good cause. But he like shaved off all his hair, which looked pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> so, but this year he decided to not shave shave his head and to play Dark Souls Soul Level One. Um, he's playing on PC on PS3. So that oh, wow. that means that I can boot up my soul level one build and try to constantly invade him. Since Wait, I can do that. Too. You can do that too. Excellent. Oh, man. <laughs> the more that you, what's going to end up happening is I'm, we're going to end up invading each other and not him. But yeah, okay, probably it's fine. <laughs> um, but go check out uh, the Twin Humanities YouTube. He put up a, a trailer for it. I'll put a link in the show notes as well if uh, you just want to go c- click on your podcast thingy of choice. Um, 
and you can go check out the trailer. I think it's at 2 p.m. GST. Is that Greenwich. is that a time zone? <laughs> Greenwich Standard Time. Yeah, I think it's that's where the time zones sure. are based on, man. <laughs> I don't know. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, just 2 p.m. GST London time. You know what whatever. I'm saying? Just just go into your newspaper office. Look at the top. There's going to be four clocks. One's going to say London. <laughs> that's what the movies have taught me. <laughs> Uh, that's how things work in the movies. So yeah. Um, yeah. So everyone, go out and check that out. Uh, I'm I'm definitely going to be trying to invade him because he talked some shit on the recent Twin Humanities about me. So screw that guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, I have a uh, I have um, a Black Knight halberd if you need one for that character. I have oh, two, see, <laughs> the great thing about the PS3 <laughs> is that I still have my the old save mule. So <laughs> oh nice. Okay. So I can literally boot that thing up and have 99 of everything in about two seconds. Oh, it's going to be really miserable for Patty. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Plus um, five lightning reinforce club. Absolutely. Yes. The charity he's um he's doing it. It's I think it's the place he works for. I okay. Believe. Yeah. Uh, excellent. He yeah. works. He works. Very cool. He works for a secondhand kind of charity shop. Uh, he's. I think he's the new manager. He got a promotion recently. Yes. Yes. Um. And so yeah, he, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Okay. Good deal. So everyone go check that out. Um, I don't actually know the link to the stream, but I'm sure if you follow um, at Patty Stardust on Twitter, he can find all that out at the appropriate times. And uh, I guess finally to wrap us up on news, I went and met a bunch of people that I knew on the internet in real life, which was really bizarre. Hey. So uh, the Duck Feed guys, who everyone who listens to this podcast knows probably from the Bonfire Side Chat, they did a live show in Austin, Texas. Um, they did Watch Out for Fireballs, not their uh, Souls podcast, but um, a bu- apparently a bunch of Duck Feed people live in Austin, uh, and it was really, really cool getting to meet Gary and Cole. Uh, I got to meet Lobos, because Lobos was down there, so that was... Oh, wow, cool. Yeah, like, we uh, we came back from lunch one day, and Lobos was just standing at Gary and Cole's booth, and I was huh. like, hey, man, I'm Jeremy, and Gary said, he runs Dark Souls haters, and <laughs> Lobos was like, I don't think I want to look at that site. I'm like, you shouldn't, you definitely shouldn't, because it's gross. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I kept myself from geeking out just barely on the fact that Lobos was there. <laughs> um, Good job. I probably wouldn't have been able to do the same. Yeah. Did he sign cool. your chest? No, no, no. <laughs> we literally just shook hands and then like, I was like, all right, man, it was really, I'm a big fan. I'm going to go hyperventilate in the corner. Cause that's weird right now. Uh, I will say this, Gary and Cole are both like bigger dudes than I expected. Like they're both like taller dudes than I expected. I'm 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 six two, so like I'm not really used to having a lot of guys that like I'm staring at in the eye or anything like that. And both of them are like my height, if not taller. And oh, then, wow. uh, and Lobos was a lot smaller than I thought. <laughs> like, I thought he was tall. I don't know why. No, he was he's shorter than I am. So like and no no offense to Lobos if you're listening to this. I'm sorry, man. Like I just it was just really weird. Like it just you just I don't know, your expectation versus reality when it comes to people you know on the internet's really strains. Yeah. Um Yeah. Well I don't I don't think you were that tall, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> um But we had a good time. Saturday night, uh the Duckfeed guys did like a meetup and they were like 12 or 15 people there which is not bad for like austin texas pretty awesome yeah uh a lot of people from the duck feed slack which we had been talking to uh, shout outs to dr static and account 404 their associated girlfriends came out um frothy ham which talks to us on twitter who talks to us on twitter sometimes probably like 18 guys and i'm forgetting like paul and carlo and micah maybe 
But yeah, shout out to all those dudes and ladies that came out. And man, we got super drunk on Saturday night. Like, just ridiculously <laughs> drunk. Uh, poor Gary had to do his podcast live the next day. And like, apparently he was like vomiting in the bathroom at the convention hall. So sick. <laughs> so, yeah, I yeah. heard that he didn't handle that too well. No, no. I don't know if it was the, <laughs> you know, the weird food. It was a combination that, of things, yeah. You know, I mean, you know how it is when you travel. You're eating weird food. You're exactly, drinking a lot more. Yeah. Like, you know, you're stressed out and all that stuff. Um, Sunday night, uh, Jala, um, who was a duck feed lady, she hosts um, The Level, who, uh, by the way, thank you for her for shouting out this podcast and you, Stephen. She gave you a shout out on a most one of the recent yeah. episodes at the level about your review. Uh, she took us to a vegetarian restaurant, and I'm a dude from the south. I don't think I've ever <laughs> eaten. Even my salads have chicken on them. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I've never been to like a straight up vegetarian restaurant and uh, deep fried. <laughs> no, no, nothing. All like organic and fresh. And was it everything. like a raw vegetarian? No, no, no. Like uh, it wasn't vegan, and it wasn't, uh, and it wasn't like straight up raw. Like my wife had um, okay. like some uh, cheese raviolis with a tomato sauce, like that kind of that thing. Sounds delicious. Yeah, and it was it was really good. I had a salad and a soup, and it was super good. But like everybody was feeling so poorly from the night before that I think like everyone was just like, we need like actual veg veg in our bellies. So. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. Yeah, that was yeah, a lot of fun. Every once in a while, that'll happen. So. I but took. That, uh, that was, I was actually meaning to get out there for that, but things happened with work scheduling, and I just wasn't able to make it. It was a bummer. Yeah, that'd be quite a drive too for you. That'd be what ten, fifteen yeah, hours. Yeah. Um, like that, yeah. <laughs> we uh. The convention itself was really cool, although it was kind of odd. Like the whole time, even during like there was several podcasts that were doing live shows there. Like they had a, it was all one big open room. They weren't there weren't separate rooms for like to go in to do a podcast. So oh weird. Imagine like there's a huge room with a bunch of booths and people walking around. And one corner there's a stage with some chairs in front of it for people to record their podcast and to show their, to do their podcast. And in the opposite corner is the stage where everybody's playing like heavy metal covers of NES songs. <laughs> 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 it was incredibly loud. Was yeah, it? that sounds rad. Yeah, it was. It was super distracting. Um, and if you guys listen to the Watch Out for Fireballs because they recorded that episode and they're they're gonna upload it, like I'm sure the audio it's must it's gonna drive Cole crazy. Like that kind of shit, I know would. Cliff and be crazy. I know it's going to drive Cole crazy. But we had fun. They had um, tons of old arcade machines up and old pinball machines. There was a Street Fighter 2 pinball machine there, which I had never seen before. That was really rad. Um, they had like old Mac computers and old PCs set up running like Doom and Quake and Oregon Trail. Oh, wow. And then uh, they had like a just, you know, everybody was selling like old video game systems and old video games and t shirts. I took so many pictures of terrible Dark Souls shirts. I'm thinking about starting a, a new Tumblr just for terrible Dark Souls <laughs> merchandise. Um, my favorite shirt that I saw though is, um, and only my Supernatural fans out there will get this, but it was a shirt and it had Dean Winchester on the front and it had like a, a caption, like he was, and he was looking at the, he's looking out straight ahead and saying, it's called anime and it's an art form. And, that, and I don't know why, but I've never, that just, that shirt just cracked me right the fuck up, man. I just could not stop laughing. I looked, I went back and looked at it several times. It's called, it's anime and it's an art form. It's great. It's fantastic. Good. Um, 
but yeah, we had a good time, drank lots of beers, nice. hung out, and uh, yeah, had a had a, a really fun time getting to meet everybody and talk to everybody. It was like surprisingly cool. I kind of expected there to be like a bunch of weirdos to show up at some point because <laughs> you know they're like gaming dudes from the internet, right? Like we're all a little weird, even if we don't yeah. come across that on the internet. And yeah, everybody was like super chill and cool. So that's always nice. And then um, Austin is like a hundred degrees, and we walked for like five miles during the weekend. And I think oh, like God. I'm still worn out from it because I came home from that on Monday and went right back to work. And man, worn. Did you out. catch any Pokemon? I don't you play catch any Pokemon. I, I don't care. I don't catch any fucking Pokemon. I don't care about Pokemon. Don't care about Pokemon. There were. Uh, there were the first night we were there. We got there and my wife was starving, so like we had the the hotel shuttle. T- we're like, just take us somewhere that was like that's cold, that has beer and has good food. And so we wound up at this place called the Moonshine, and uh, which was which was fine. Like they did like huh. these crazy pretzel stick with a cheese sauce thing that were super super good. But we're sitting there and like this crew of gay guys show up, um, like like over the top gay guys, um, and. They are just like non, and there's like five or six of them, and all of them are doing nothing but talking about Pokemon Go. Like they are only <laughs> talking about like this dude is like I've heard several of them be like, oh, I can't. There's an apartment complex behind mine, but I can't get through it because there's a fence. But there's a such and such back there that I want to catch, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! They went on for like a good 45 minutes, and then a friend of theirs showed up, and he was like, I just got back from this comic book shop, and he pulls out. Y'all, and I'm not exaggerating this whatsoever. Like, this is for real. I'm going to say 15 oversized prints of, like, Sailor Moon. <laughs> like, like the whole <laughs> the whole team. And, like, hands it to his friends, and every, all of these dudes are just geeking the fuck out about it and talking That's about, like, how awesome. the new cartoon is, is the worst and the old cartoon is the best. And, like... I, I, Sailor Moon's awesome. Yeah, I mean they were great. Like, like we we didn't end up hanging out with them or anything. Like we we were like kind of trading some jokes back and forth or whatever. But like, yeah, it was. But Pokemon Go was fucking everywhere. Like it was all over the place. Well, I can imagine. Yeah, you could yeah. see people wandering around and the convention hall. Like every you, every you would look over. Yeah. At some point, I, I walked past a t-shirt booth and they were like Team Mystic, Team Mystic, and I was like, dude, I don't know what the oh. fuck that means. Get the, get out get out of oh, here. Oh no. <laughs> Anymore, I'm just I'm almost embarrassed to look at my phone if I'm outside of my apartment. <laughs> I swear to God, I am not playing Pokemon Go. I'm actually trying to text somebody. <laughs> yeah, way way cooler. <laughs> I'm playing Clash Royale, not like you scrubs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was my trip to Austin. I was I'm super excited about it, and uh, thank you for you guys listening to me rant about it for what feels like 47 hours. So. That's fun. That's cool that you got to go meet some people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They're doing another live show in Portland, and we may try to go up there. Not specifically for that. We've just never been to Portland, so it'd be a fun vacation. But I don't know. I don't know if we'll make it happen or not. Flights are expensive. I don't know if y'all know that or not. But yeah, kinda. Yeah, flying a plane is very pricey, and it's in like November, so Donald Trump might be elected and just like shut down all the airplanes. So you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, um, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we move into the games that we've been playing? Nope. I think that's all the stuff. Steven, you're up first. What you been playing? Oh, no. Yep. Um, a mishmash of everything. Um, I guess the earliest uh, Hyperlight Drifter. Uh, Obviously, I played through that, and that's super duper good. Uh, just to boil it all down, so go buy it and play it. It's great. 
it is really good. Um, you've probably already heard some of the music in this podcast already because I've already been <laughs> I was making notes of tracks oh, when I was playing it today. Yeah, because the soundtrack is super cool. Uh, for those out there that d- don't know, it's a kind of top-down exploration adventure game with a like a really really intricate combat system. Uh, you have it's kind of yeah. you like wander around these areas and you have got this air dash that gets you across gaps in the in the world. And you've got a melee attack, and then you've got like a gun that can shoot enemies from far away. But and you can upgrade all of those facets too. Yeah, like you, yeah. they all start doing different stuff, and it's awesome. It actually kind of it's what I was wanting Titan Souls to be. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I never I played Titan that, Souls, like, but I watched the video and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is not what I want. But Hyper, Hyper Light Drifter yeah, it's, is it's absolutely. Turns out to be exactly that. So yeah, it's it's like a it's a really good uh, follow up to Zelda One kind of what it is sure yeah i could could get that yeah the game's got a question about go ahead sorry sorry um i i heard when it first came out it was too difficult and it kind of people bounced off it and were like this is dumb um i've heard i've heard the patch it and changed the difficulty a little bit but balancing a little bit i don't know about that i think the real big thing is that there's like zero text in the game like none whatsoever to tell you what to do or where to go. Uh, it is all just symbols and pictures and stuff. And so you kind of have to pick apart what you're doing and how to do things from that, like even to level up or that you can level up. Um, <laughs> like all that, like none of that's explained and it's just kind of open. And I was actually talking to Jeremy a little bit before we started recording that depending which direction you go first, like I lucked out and I think I went the intended quote unquote the intended way through it because the difficulty seemed to vamp in a really uh, good way. Like I, I never felt like I was overwhelmed at any point in time. So you chose the bird, so. not the skeletons. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yes, that's exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> I was telling um, the direction I went, which was uh, east, and he was like, "No, dude, you kind of want to start from the north side." Because even though I'd got, I'd progressed pretty well in the east. Like I'd got to a point where like I was just getting frustrated with the combat because I couldn't get past some of these encounters. There's just too mm-hmm. many enemies, and I wasn't used to the controls enough to. You know, clear eighteen enemies on, on from a screen with like you know six health bars or whatever. Well, so, yeah. Also, like you just don't have enough of a verb set yet to really do that. Like yeah. you gotta, like I said, that was the last area I went to before the final area of the game, and that's and it felt appropriate for me to be there. So interesting. So when did you did you play on release, or have you played it more recently? Uh, I put uh, I bought it i guess it was the day it came to consoles anyway because it's been out on pc for a while now hasn't it yeah it's been on pc uh, for at least a couple of months now but months? It, it, i think yeah. it just hit ps4 and xbox this week okay yeah, so i was able to carve out a. I actually beat it in one sitting i'm embarrassed to say wow. but i couldn't stop playing like it was just it was so good i couldn't stop i was like i have to see you know where this is going because um, i heard good things about it but yeah i th- I think it was the PC release. There was a bit of backlash, and it, yeah, it, maybe. it was too hard. And um, and so yeah, maybe the the console release included that uh, adjustment to the balancing. Yeah, yeah. And New Game Plus is just ridiculous. Like I have no idea if I'll be able to beat it on New Game Plus. Ugh. It's fun though. But, uh, it's, anywho, it's a it's a it's a large amount of fun, and I, I would highly recommend everyone go watch it, go play it. Yeah.
also uh, been playing. I played through uh, not not here recently, like within the past couple of weeks. I played through all of the Dark Souls slash Bloodborne, whatever, uh, uh, all the Soulsborne games. Um, just to kind of now that they were all out, they've been out for a while. I could kind of you know gather my thoughts on the series as a whole, and uh, it was just it was interesting to see the series do, like playing them back to back like that and seeing the series evolve and change and what they kept and what they threw out and what they added throughout you know the games as they as they go. Um, so yeah, that was super fun, and it only confirmed that Bloodborne is absolutely my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Did you go That's in so order good. of release? Like, did you start from yes, demons I went and go in straight order through? Of release. Okay, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and man, it bummed me out how much I love all those games, but oh, it was such a bummer playing Dark Souls, getting to Dark Souls three, and just being like, eh, I don't really know if I want to finish this one. Like, oh man, that was that really bummed me out to feel that way because it's it, it. Not that this is a problem, but it's just so linear mm-hmm. compared to the other ones that uh, it's just like I don't really know if I want to play through it because I have to kind of do it the way that I did it before. I can't play it differently in order, you know. Obviously, yeah. builds and all that stuff's a different deal, and I don't want to get want to get too far down to that hole. Um, but anywho, so yeah, I did that. That was fun, and then. Uh, majority of what I've been playing is Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain. I've been replaying some of the missions in that and just, God, how close to a perfect game that is. And it bums me out that there are just like these things that keep it from being as good as it could be and just being a good game. You know? Did you uh, uh, did you play that game on release? Oh yeah, absolutely. I Yeah, I took the week off of work and everything. Wow. So, because I've I'm heard... A, I'm a huge fan. I've heard that they've like drastically changed the way that game works, like the online economy versus the offline economy and things yeah. like that. Was it was that a negative experience going back to it the second time after all of those patches, um, or was it pretty much not, actually, not doesn't really affect anything? Well, um, I think the the biggest backlash was like the idea that your that your bases could be attacked while you're offline, mm-hmm. but you there are enough things like I actually I was able to get through most of the game. Before they ever got their online servers actually working, yep. So no one was no one was able to invade my stuff while I was playing the game, which was great. Um, So you didn't start the game uh, over. You're just replaying some of the missions from your previous. You can't actually, unless you go through and just wipe everything off of your console. You can't do that. Oh, it's it's persistent. That's weird. Yeah, it's kind of lame because like the way you develop your stuff, it would be like I'm so overpowered now because when I came back after all the patches. Something was going on in the background where apparently my dudes just kept doing things for me. Yeah, yeah. And I ha- I have, like, the max amount of money and resources somehow. <laughs> so I was able to just develop everything that I wanted um, in my base and all my weapons and stuff. And I was, I'm super overpowered now. Um, so it was just really fun going back through and just screwing around with the game and just poking at the edges of it with, you know, my infinite ammo rocket launcher. So... That uh, FOB invasion stuff, um, I was really enthusiastic about it. Like right before the game was released, like it, like the trailers mm-hmm. made it look really cool. But it was so stacked against the invader. Like I was, I I think I may have won once, and and you can and really such a non thing. Like I've done it once when it first came out, mm-hmm. and I haven't touched it since then. And I I I barely ever think about it. Yeah, like, I, I had fun doing it. 
and because you, you can sneak in and you know you don't have to win to to be able to steal mm-hmm. everybody's resources like you can go in there and steal a bunch of stuff and put out all you know steal their guards steal all their minerals but that did not yeah. make it into like their central core or whatever um but man it was just so fucking hard to get to like actually be successful the best part yeah. was invading and then being so stacked on resources that when people would try to uh, come back at you, they would just fail immediately. And, and like you would open up the game, like <laughs> yeah. you're saying, and you'd be like, Oh, you've got 18,000, you know, fuel or whatever. Like it was great. Open up it's the like, game. Oh, and like, awesome. I got all my dudes defended real well. <laughs> so Cool. So, but yeah, but it's just, there's, there's something about the, especially the, uh, the Africa portion of the game. Uh, did you like play through the whole story, Jeremy? I, I did. I don't, yeah. I, I'd like know. came as close as I could to 100% of that game. Okay. Yeah, I'm at like 60 or something like that. Um, but like, there's something about the Africa part of the game where it it reminds me a lot of uh, when I I went to the Dominican Republic for a little bit, mm-hmm. and like whenever it storms out there and you're out in a field and stuff, like they really captured that look and the sound and the feeling of that in a real weird way that you just wouldn't think a Metal Gear game would. Um. That I'm just like I'm looking in like the way the light is, the way the trees look against like a real cloudy sky and stuff. I I don't know. There was just something about it that was like, man, that is super rad that they nailed this weird thing that like I don't know if anybody's really gonna notice that, but just like God, the amount of detail is in the game. The engine is amazing. Yeah, the engine's amazing. The lighting is so good. Bummer, it's not gonna be used anymore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The the lighting is so good when you walk in out of like a. A building into the sun in, in, like, yeah. in Afghanistan, and it just flares, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's really nice. I had a ton of fun with that game. Like, I, I would pay up to let's say fifteen dollars just to have a standalone emblem creator. Because I, mm. for a while, I was just creating an emblem a day and making it my profile picture on Twitter. Like, I love that emblem creator for some reason. I went so far as to do like the. Uh, like the weird side missions just to be able to get like more shit to put on my emblems. Like I was all yeah. into that. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, every part of that game is just super fun, but then there's weirdo things about it. Like, like all of the mess with quiet, like she's a great character and she's possibly the best sidekick you can have in the game. Like as far as like her utility and stuff, but God, the way they treat that character is kind of disgusting. Like, yeah. It's, it's, so it's, yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Like, uh, I went back to the base and she like, I never noticed before how she just goes straight back to her cage so that you can go look at her. Like, oh yeah, oh, God, and she's like, la- she's like laying there like a um, like a woman would on a beach with like her bikini thing untied. Yeah, undone. But she's and underground. Like it's not like you're getting a tan, dog. What are you doing? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's just worse that she'll go over to the shower and stuff, and I'm just like, God, this is so gross and weird. Yeah, you can actually have a shower with uh, her. Yeah, I, I accidentally got that. <laughs> I was like, what is this I, I don't think I did. I just heard about it. But yeah, anyhow, yeah. It's, it's, it's a really good game. It's it's, it's amazing good. how well it, it plays. Um, yeah. So anywho, that's that's what I've been playing. I guess. So. Cool. We had if people were new to the podcast, we had a spoiler cast of Metal Gear Solid Five way back, like episode seven or something. Mm-hmm. So you got to listen to that if you're new to the podcast and you like Metal Gear Solid. That's true. We it was did. A good chat. That, that was, was a good uh, chat. you and Cliff and Patty Stardust, who we talked about a little earlier from Twin Humanities. If I remember yes, right. it was. Yeah. Um, and we blew Patty's mind in the discussion. He changed his opinion on the game while we yeah, discussed that was it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, that was good stuff. Well, Vader, what, yes. what have you been playing? 
Me? Um, I have been... I'll start with Hearthstone. Um, I've avoided playing it for a long time because I generally don't like free-to-play games and because they, they seem, seem to get to a point where you have to spend money. Um, but I've really enjoyed it. Um, I Yeah, I've downloaded it. I've got it on my phone and on my computer. The dumb thing is it's the same login, but it doesn't cross over, which I think oh. is really dumb. Wait, you don't have like a persistent like level or inventory or anything? No, I've got, I've got no. Well, it doesn't seem oh, so unless I'm doing something dumb. But I, I thought that was a bit silly because I spent ages on my phone and I'm like, I'm sick of playing on my little screen. I'm just going to get on my computer. Um, downloaded it. Now I have a BattleNet account, so it's first, yeah. first for me. <laughs> you gonna take that over to that game you play all the time, Overwatch? Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> Vader's favorite game of 2016, you mean? <laughs> I really want to play Overwatch, but... It's not bad. See, I'm, I'm sure it's a great game. It's just... and I, I'm, I'm going to get to this in a second. But um, the Overwatch, it's still like $115 here. It's like, it's oh ridiculous. my god, that's not worth it. No, don't do that. It's like 80 bucks US like here. It's like, no, like it's an old game now. It should be down to like way cheaper. But... um. It's just holding. It's, it's just holding full retail for way longer than it should. But anyway, the the Hearthstone. Um, yeah, I wish it kind of had the cross. And if I'm doing something wrong, someone tell me because I'm sick of getting cards on one version of the game and not having them on the other. Uh, I really like how it plays. It's it's a, a lot of it's luck. There's a lot of luck. Some some hands you're just getting you're like, there's nothing I can do. This is just dumb. Um, and you just keep pulling out like weak cards and you just die for that reason. Um, but it's 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 quite addictive. It's been probably the game I played the most this week. But it's it's kind of helped me realize why I'm kind of a bit down on Overwatch. I really don't like the art style. Oh really? Uh, you don't like the art style of Overwatch? Uh, well, that's part of the reason, and that's mm. and Hearthstone has helped me realize that's probably what it is. Is because I don't like how Hearthstone. I don't like the aesthetic of it. I don't like the voice acting of the the characters. Mm. It's really just lame, and and Overwatch feels the same way. And I think it's just okay. A, okay, okay, a wait, 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 wait. We're not going to do another Overwatch hate podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. Cliff I'm was com- to- Cliff sorry, was complaining today about uh, about being, being too negative, negative on podcasts. So we're we're going <laughs> to staying positive. No, no. I'm just saying how what I think it is. It's just it doesn't. I, I don't. It doesn't appeal to me. I just don't like the style. And I think it's just yeah. a Blizzard thing. Like a lot of their art style. I just. I just. It doesn't. I just doesn't sing out to me. Like it's just. Well, a lot of their art style came from, I think, having to be able to see tiny characters. So, like, all their armor is, like, big and spiky, so you can see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And that does not translate well to it zooming in on it a lot of the times. Like, it just looks real clunky and weird a lot yeah. of the time. Um, I think that's yeah, that's what it is. Um, but the positive about Overwatch, and that's why I know it'll be a good game, is that the, the mechanics of Hearthstone are really good. And so I ignore the things that bug me because mm. I just enjoy playing the actual game. And so they make good games. I'm just not a huge fan of Blizzard's art style, I think. Um, yeah. It's just a personal taste thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really good game. So if anyone wants to beat me in it, um, uh, friend me on battle.net, Vader Van Odin. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Titanfall. I mentioned earlier I got EA access, so I got uh, access to a bunch of... Um, games from EA and Titanfall is really really fun. Um, and I love Titanfall; it's so good. And it's it's interesting. There's still you can get a game really easy. Still, uh, you can see there's only like a thousand people playing at a time, which is tiny compared to a lot of other multiplayer games. 
but it's there's, there's enough to be playing games constantly um i i suck at it i'm not very good <laughs> uh, i just i just don't know how people kill me so easily and they don't seem to die but it, it's just it's just fun like the game <laughs> that's my experience even... in every multiplayer game ever <laughs> with the exception of maybe dark souls and that's it <laughs> um it, it's it's a lot of fun like um i'm not very good at the wall running and the the parkouring i find that a bit but i i think that's part of the reason i die and i'm just, just running around the floor um i forget that <laughs> i can run over along walls <laughs> um and my tight and i haven't really bothered learning about like equipping new gear and perks and stuff and it just i'm just playing it to shoot things yeah a lot of that's not really necessary it's kind oh, of good. just that weirdo like i mean i guess you could engage with it and it might help you but i never touch that stuff and oh, good. i have plenty of fun with it <laughs> Because uh, like I go through and you finish a match and it's like you've got this and this is leveled up and this is done that I'm like I just click, just <laughs> 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 I'm just give me the next match. But I, I've had a ton of fun. I really like the defense mode where you're playing against AI um, uh, attackers and it's kind of like wave defense mode with like three other buddies and it's it's a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun to play with someone I actually know so you can actually communicate and, and work together. Um, but yeah, I. It's, it's a ton of fun um plays super well super smooth and looks great and i i i really like the world and the setting they've created it's like a real um uh, i don't know what, what is it like it's kind of like an avatar kind of concept of, of like this futuristic humanity where we've moved on to other planets to mine a resource and the and the negative negative effects that has on humanity and the, the greed uh, it just yeah I like the I like the world they've created or the universe and so I'm looking forward to Titanfall two now because yeah, exactly. it sounds sounds like they're going to be developing that that concept so yeah it's good and and Titanfall two will have like an actual storyline so I'm will probably be not, I don't know if I'll pick it up but I'll definitely be renting it at least so I can you know play through that and see if I dig the multiplayer enough to keep it yeah um, it's it's really good. Um, the second one's also going to be on PS4, which is yet another reason I didn't need yep. to buy an Xbox One. So, hey. <laughs> Woo. Oh, yeah, good point. I'll, I'll get on that because I'm still not a huge fan. Like, it's just, again, back to personal taste. I just, I'm not I'm not a fan of the Xbox controller in general. My hands are too small. Well, you got to spend, <laughs> like, $300 to buy the uh, Elite, like Cliff did. <laughs> just yeah, be then, a Sony boy like us. Or just yes. be a Sony boy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's my it's where I come from. I've always had a Sony console, um, but um, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. Titanfall, um, and with I've also played Project Cars, which I think was a free game with gold, and it plays really well. But I have no idea what's going on when you reload. <laughs> like I didn't realize there was a storyline because I heard all about this game, and I was like, oh, it's a multiplayer car racing game that you can go drive across the whole of america it's like oh yeah it's kind of cool and they start playing it's like this cool, weird storyline and i think that's kind of good but then you log out and you log back in and it's just this weird process to get back into the game <laughs> um yeah couldn't work it out and i've just spent all my time resetting because there's little like uh i think like other like burnouts burnout paradise don't they have like little things you could just drive through and it would like set it like a challenge mode like a little challenge yep you try and jump yeah, through it Mm-hmm. It has things like that, but it it's shows you the scores of your your friends, and so I end up just like going, oh, I've got to beat him, and so I end up spending like an hour resetting, and so I can beat my friend, because <laughs> um, you add that once you've done it, and if you're not you haven't got the high score, you can hit like the reset button, and it'll just put you back just before that that little challenge. 
Hmm. Uh, That's nice. yeah, it's it's cool, but I just end up spinning like on the same strip, just doing the same race. I know I can get slightly <laughs> faster, um, but it, it plays all right. Um, it's just loading into the game takes ages, and it's a bit weird because like, I think it's an on, it's online. Um, and occasionally, you'll come across some jerk who'll just keep trying to ram you, um, <laughs> uh, and you're trying to just get across the city, and some guys just kind of constantly just trying to ram you. Um, so it's a bit weird. The online stuff's weird. I don't think it needs to be online, to be honest. Everything's yeah, going to be online. Most games from this yeah. past generation didn't need to be online. Yeah. But man, Burnout Paradise was just like the perfect marriage so of that good. online that online good. stuff with their good racing game. Oh my god. Because that, that wasn't... I played a bunch of that. That wasn't... Uh, people weren't actually in your world. It just showed you their scores, right? Yeah, it was like indirect multiplayer kind of. Yeah, so yeah, you, you could you, match up with people though, right? Exactly. Like, like, if you and chose... when you did, um, like you could have these crazy objectives. Like everybody do yeah. five, you know, donuts or you know. Oh, so good. <laughs> the the multiplayer was so, was so hectic. Like the first four people to get to this spot on the map win, and like like all that kind of. Cra- and then you'd be over there, and it'd be like, okay, now that you're over here, you can jump off this huge ramp, and whoever goes farthest wins. Like it was all kinds of crazy shit. It was so good. Yeah, the best follow up to that game has really just been Grand Theft Auto Five Online. Has f- been the best follow up to Burnout Paradise. <laughs> I hear the Chomp Chain Boys talk about how great that game is, and uh, I, it, you know, I played through the story. Some real wacky yeah. stuff. Yeah, the story's kind of garbage in my opinion. I don't like it. Um, like it's fun. Like the set pieces are fun, but like getting online with your friends and because you can create um, races and like weird objective things like in, the, in a similar way, and like it can just get real wacky and crazy, going off uh, of buildings and stuff. So. I haven't played a, a Grand Theft Auto game in a while, but they're not actually that good at driving games. This uh, one is like it's it's okay. a really good, fun... It's not a quote-unquote good driving game if you're used to traditional racing games. It is probably one of the most fun driving games I've played in a while, though. Okay, interesting. Even here in just the because single of the player, weird like, stuff you can do. The, yeah. the physics were like arcadey enough that like it really appealed to me. Like mm-hmm. I don't like a like, real serious... You know, I have to know gear we shoot. Yeah, I don't get into all that <laughs> shit at all. Um, I started. I got Forza Horizon two with the Xbox three. With the, excuse me, with the Xbox one, and it's fun. But like, I hit the gas too hard, and then I just like spin in circles. And I'm yeah. like, well, this is this sucks. Like, give me my afterburner. You know what I'm saying? Where's my nitro? That's yeah. all I'm looking for. <laughs> but, yeah. Project Car seems a bit of a mix. Like, it, you can lose control quite easily, but it, it has the constant nos that builds up that you can just burn off the constantly so it's it's a bit of it's really arcadey but it has a little bit of the the nerdy car the car nerd stuff in there as well what else you got what else you been playing uh unravel i chucked that on last night got that free with the axis as well um it looks really nice the game is gone. is that the game with a <laughs> is that the game with yarny Yes, yes. Yanni. Little yarn guy. Yep, I almost yep. bought it just because of him. I did buy it just Whoa. because of them, and uh, that game is <laughs> garbage. Oh, is that what you Aww. said? Mm-hmm. Well, it has potential, but like, I've got this. It's, this is me sounding real like sad and like non. Yeah, I just there's got this weird memory thing in the game about this old lady, mm-hmm. and I just I just don't get it. Like I just I'd rather if it was just a simple platformer game, like I thought it was going to be like a little adventure platform game, but it's got this weird like memory hunting thing, which is cute, but I just, I just don't know. I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. Would you uh, say that the heartstrings it's trying to pull? Oh, rattle? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you getting on with the controls um, though? Because like that was what drove me away from that game was like I I knew what to do, but just trying to execute like trying to get that little yarny motherfucker to do what I want him to do on the screen <laughs> was the most frustrating thing in my life. Like, I think I gave it up yes. in like the third level. Like there's that level where, uh, and it looks gorgeous. Like you're in a dock and like the waves are coming at the screen and splashing up on the screen. Like it's, it's like photorealistic gorgeous. Yeah. Great. Just really amazing. But like trying to get that little dude from left to right just became so frustrating that I quit. Uh, yeah. It's this ain't weird with the jump. Like his jump is real janky, um, and yeah, it's I don't know, it's it's okay, but it's not too amazing. The the puzzles haven't been that complicated so far. Um, it, again, if it yeah, I don't think I'd go. I'll, I might try a little bit further, but I don't think I'll spend too much time with it. Um, uh, how is it compared to something like the platforming in like Little Big Planet? Like, because that has weird physics, but it sticks to the weird physics, and you can eventually get used to it. Um, but See, I know I, a lot of people have problems. I, I gave up on Little Big Planet too, so I'm probably not the best person to ask. I haven't played. I, I honestly haven't played too much Little Big Planet. I, I like them just for the create the creation stuff, but like I know that the the quote unquote the platforming in it isn't the best. So it's probably quite was, similar yeah. in some ways because it is. It's kind of kind of weird and heavy, but floaty at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that um, sounds like a little big planet. It's probably very similar, which kind of makes sense to some to the character you're playing with. Um, but it's just how yeah. yarn people jump. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this, it's it's kind of cool. There's this, there's this weird. Yeah, the jumps just weird, um, mm. and the swinging physics seem a bit inconsistent. Like I was trying to get to a secret thing, um, and I worked out I had to fling myself off like from swinging. And it just seemed to do everything different every single time I did it. Like it just seemed to yep. have a different result. That was exactly my problem. Um, bummer. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's it's cute, um, and it look, does look really nice. But I think I'd prefer it if they spent more time just making it a fun little platformer with no real point, like that you would just and spent more time on the platforming and the the puzzles rather than creating this kind of dialogue in the background because I was. Yeah, maybe I just have don't have a heart, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the, from what I have gathered. That's what everybody kind of seems to take away from it is that it's trying to be this kind of like sweet, heartwarming thing. That it just it's not like good enough of a game to actually accomplish that. It's too distracting, you know. Yeah, having that, having not played it, but that's that's what I consistently hear. What. Well, that's what's strange, like, because we, we hear about this game and it was kind of like, uh, it stood out in the E3 that it was announced. Like, a lot of people, like, were like, yeah, really excited about it. They loved the con- the concept, but it did, they never actually talked about this kind of storyline in the background. It was all just about Yanni, whereas it's not. It's about this. It's about the family. It like, yeah. It's yeah. about, like, whatever two kids and their grandma and, like, a brother and a sister. And I didn't, I didn't get there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, screw it's, family but like what why didn't like i just find it weird that they don't talk about those things in the and the game gets pitched on one thing and it's not actually that's not the main point about it it's it's more about a narrative that's that you're just journeying through um it, it seems like it's it's getting into the ideas of dementia or, or forgetting um things that you want to remember that's the, that's the idea i'm getting from it is that she's forgetting these these memories 
and Yanni's helping bring them back. <laughs> um, Sounds like something that would be cool, but if they just don't deliver on it, you know. Exactly. Um, yeah. But anyway, it's it's enough of that. We don't. Want, it's it, it looks amazing, um, and it'd be cool to see the studio do new things um, with the, with what they've learned from it. Uh, but yeah. What else you got? Uh, what have I, what have I talked about? Uh, Never winter. I was sick last well, a week or so ago, and I was looking for something to play, and I couldn't work the side, so I played a new game, a free to play game. Never, Never winter. It's uh, Dungeons and Dragons MMO. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nothing amazing, but it's kind of fun to just go shoot stuff. And I'm a, I'm an archer, so that's why I'm shooting things. What, what is this? How does this play? Is this like the D and D arcade game from back in the day? Like, or is it top down? Like, what are you what are you doing? No, what do you think about this? It's it's a very simple um, dungeon crawling MMO. Uh, so there's there's lots of other people roaming around, and they it's you can they can bump, they can help you, and they can you can team up with people. It's very PC. It's a very PC game that they've kind of just mashed into work on a console. So you can't actually just attack like a normal action RPG, third-person RPG. You've got to actually have an uh, enemy in your sights. And so if you push the attack button, it, it has this annoying noise at you. <laughs> or like, <laughs> which, and I just want to shoot pots, but... Um, <laughs> But you can't you can't attack unless there's an enemy there. Um, so it's 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 very very much designed for your click and shoot, uh, click and attack kind of combat. Um, yeah, third person action RPG without the action, I guess. Um, and you got lots of different abilities and spells and stuff. <laughs> third person action RPG without the action. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was something we could call it. <laughs> That's really um, funny. Well, it's it's semi-actiony, but as I say, <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. I just the concept oh, no, of the are. game. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm yeah, really yeah. not. Like, I just think it's a it's a funny thing. It's a funny way to say it, like that's because that's how I look at like any of those uh, MMO games. Like, I look at something like World of Warcraft, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not just gonna click on stuff and like hit my quick bar until as it refills. Like, that's not, you know, that's that's boring. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm seeing. Like this is like you have to like wait for stuff to happen in order to be able to do stuff. And it is an MMO, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, there's people. Um, the, the main hub area. This is full of people running around on giant blue cats, uh, and mm-hmm. you can get mounts in the oh, game. Cool. Um, and I think there's. I, I went as a half elf archer. Um, well, hunter, I think, or something. But I start with a bow, uh, and you've got. You've got like every, every button has a command and I'm still haven't unlocked some of them. And then you've got like L1 changes what all the buttons do. And so you've got like 20 commands or something at your disposal. It's it's, it's, a, it's kind of a bit over the top. But um, so that's why it's a PC game that's been like kind of adapted to work on console. And it's not ideal because sometimes the shooting, as I say, you've got to be targeted at like aiming at someone. And it's because it's third person shooter of sorts with the bow you've got to be aiming your your sights at them and so you could be trying to run away and with a mouse it'd be quick um to kind of target and click on them whereas with the analog stick it's a bit slow and janky so you're constantly backtracking as the archer which is a bit frustrating um but it, it works it's a bit of fun it's just super simple kind of fetch quests go to this place i haven't read any of the text so guy would just be like here's a quest blah 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 and i was like 
X X X. <laughs> Got my quest. Follow the little dotted line to the to, to it. Kill some dudes and then go back and get my reward. Um, wow, you were you were really it. selling this game. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's been fun. I've lo- I've logged in a second uh, second time and played for a bit. So it it, it was fun enough to bring me back. Um, again, it's one of those games would be fun. Like the Chomp Chain boys, they talk about uh, World of Warcraft, and it's been tempting me to give it a go for the first time. But it's it's really only fun. It'd be more fun if you're playing with some friends and laughing about your stupid characters and whatnot. Um, that's where it's going to shine. The if you're uh, wanting like a single player version of that, the first Dragon Age is actually kind of a good single player MMO. The color palette is kind of <laughs> garbage, but if you haven't played that, that's actually it. Kind of takes the fun, the quote unquote fun things of an MMO and puts them in a single player game. Uh, yeah, I, I quit and sold that. No, <laughs> never um, mind. I think I played it after Dark Souls ruined everything for me. Yeah, Soulsitis yeah. is a real thing. Consult your consult your medical technician. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, I, I I tried it. I was just I couldn't stand the combat. Um, yeah, really couldn't well, stand it. Fine, but uh, but I've just downloaded Dra- uh, Dragon Age Inquisition because it's free with EA Access, and so. Hey. I'll play that just so I can say I don't like that too. <laughs> can, can I give you a uh, hint on that game, by the way? It's crap. No, it's not crap. I'm not saying it's crap, but uh, I I burn out on that game because I'm one of those dudes that are like, oh, there's a side quest. I'm going to go do the side quest before I go do the story thing. There's like a ton of garbage bullshit that is so boring and repetitive in that first area. Like literally just yeah. just run through it as fast as you can to get to the second area. Cause I, I looked it up later and I was like, Oh yeah, this second bit looks way more fun than what I was doing. But at that time I'd already well, sent the game back. and I don't, I'm not going to bother playing it again. So the developers yes. even set out like a tweet. I think it was saying like, Hey, you should just get through the hinterlands or whatever they're called. Just, power through those and then keep going in the game because there's more stuff <laughs> yeah yes yeah, yeah that bugs me with games like that's the problem i really like my like these rpg type games but I, i've got sick of them because of all these so much stuff they're just adding in content that doesn't need to be there um you're trying to make the world feel real but not everybody tries and gives you fetch quests in the real world <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i'll give that a go next why not? Or you, Jeremy? What you uh, let's see. I have played some Hyperlight Drifter, which we talked about earlier during Steven's run. Um, I played through the first episode of Telltale's uh, Batman game. Uh, it's not great. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys like Telltale games in general. Like, are either one of you into those? Like The Walking Dead or uh, The Wolf Among Us? They also did a Game of Thrones game. I only played the Walking Dead ones. Those are the only ones that really caught my interest. Um, I I played the first Walking Dead because it was free, and me and my wife enjoyed that. And then we got the Wolf Among Us were really cheap, and we started that. But then the PlayStation was taken out of our room, so we just never finished. Gotcha. And me, me and my son are playing the Minecraft one. We're up to episode five. And oh, I forgot they did that. I didn't wow. even know there was a Minecraft one. Um, this man. one is... I, okay, so I like The Walking Dead. I like season one and two. Um, I thought two was weaker, but I mean that's kind of obvious. A sophomore effort and mm-hmm. all that. Um, the Wolf Among Us I thought had just was just like oozing style and like the soundtrack was really great. Like the atmosphere and what you were doing is so cool that that game I thought was really good. Game of Thrones like looked ugly and I kind of hated what I was doing in it, so I just stopped playing it. <laughs> and this one, 
it's just so fucking boring. Like, they you have the whole world of Batman to like base this game in, and they just went through like the most tried and true Batman story that I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's hey, it's Batman, and he's sad about his parents, and Alfred's trying to get him to give up the cape, and. Catwoman is there, and Vicky Vale is there, and Falcone is there, and Harvey Dent is not Two-Face yet. He's still running for mayor, and that one detective guy is there. Like, it's the it's the same fucking Batman story you've seen, like, you could recite just over and over and over again. The only, um, the only weird thing is, like, they're doing something really weird with the Penguin that, I, like, it's apparently he's not the Penguin, but he's, like, Batman's, like, grade school friend or something, so that's odd, and that might become interesting, <laughs> but... Most of it is just kind of boring. And the way that you interact yes. with the world, like, anytime you're Batman, it's just a series of Q2Es for combat. So, like, Batman will raise up his grappling hook, and you've got to hit X, and, like, he'll rush towards, you know, he'll hit the wall, and you get pulled towards the window, and you hit circle to smash through the window, and you hit the guy, and then the guy shoots at you, so you push down to, like, it's just QTEs. That's all it is. And I know that's, like, all those games are, but in the other games, like, it felt like, the story was driving away, driving that gameplay. Like you were kind of excited about what was happening because of what was happening to the characters. And this, like it, I've played the Arkham games. Like they're way better. (laughs) Like if I wanted to go be (laughs) Batman, I could literally go be Batman in Arkham Asylum. Like that game is great. Like you should just go play that. Um, And when you're not Batman, you're Bruce Wayne. And, like, the only saving grace I've seen so far is one of my dialogue options was literally just to finish my drink. Like, I was, like, talking to somebody, and, like, my option was, like, to say something witty, or I could just, like, finish off the rest of my champagne. And I was like, get drunk, let's get drunk, see if this gets better. Uh, And then, like, what, like, detective mode stuff is there is so rudimentary and kind of boring. Like, you know, there's a... You're looking at an environment, and there's some circles, and you go click on the circles, and it tells you about it. And, you know, hey, every once in a while you have to click on this circle and then drag it to that circle over there to, like, link some evidence. It's just it's just incredibly boring, and, like, I was, it was such a slog to get through. Um, the end has some stuff that, I mean, they could be pulling this in a different direction, but, like, I'd, I'd almost 100% guarantee that it's just going to be, like, a fake-out. Um, but So I'm not really worried about it. I don't know. Like, I just... I think I may be just over Batman, y'all. Like I'm just I'm well, so, as a massive Batman fan, and I'm I was so not excited to play this. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say you're wrong. And, <laughs> I was actually excited to have you on the show for this because I knew you were such a big Batman fan. Yeah, it sounds like everything you described sounds pretty much like what I expected from it, and mm-hmm. I'm. I know I'm the weirdo when it comes to that stuff. Like I will probably enjoy it. Just because I will take that same tried and true Batman story over, over and over again. Like I don't care, yeah, Batman. Uh, <laughs> and I get that. Like that's dude. That, that's and there's no like, problem I with that. Like I just, one, oof, man. Yeah. After a certain point, I'm just I get so worn out with that stuff. Uh, I mean, that's that's where I am with with Marvel characters at this point, so it's fine. Like I totally get that. So okay, so we are literally opposite people right now because yeah. I'm, I, like, I watch I'm so, every single I'm, Marvel trailer and I'm like, yeah. give it to me now. <laughs> that's pretty much so. Yeah, we're the the same thing. Here, so I get it. <clears throat> it made me think of the. It made me think of the Spider-Man game and how I really don't want it to be a coming of age or game or retelling the same stupid. Um, yeah, I hope it doesn't go around the origin story. I hope. To, yeah, I don't need uh, to see Uncle Ben die. I don't need to see yeah. the funeral scene. Which, so I can understand I have, what you're saying about Batman. 
I have to think though that with the Spider-Man game, they they know not to do that since the movie knows not to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, like movie. they're skipping all of the, the Spider-Man movie or whatever coming. Spider-Man movie is going to be. Like they're just skipping the origin story, I guess, which is great. Yeah, cool. Well, because they um, did it. So they did the, the they did the, the origin story in the Captain America movie, so they don't have to do it in the Spider-Man movie. Like, well, that's that's what annoyed me about the Captain America movie was that. Yeah, I really didn't. I, the Spider-Man was really cool, and I think he did a great job. And in action, it was super cool. But that scene with um, Iron Man and his auntie was just weird. I hated that. <laughs> oh, I I have bad opinions apparently of Civil War. So <laughs> I'm going to be quiet. I'm such a fanboy for those movies. Like I know it's beyond all logic and reason. So like I can't. Well, <laughs> I can't. I can't trust myself to be a reasonable like, person. <laughs> the the one my. The basic example I could pull from it was whenever I think it's Falcon tells Spider-Man to stop talking and just fight. He literally said what I was thinking. I'm like, shut up and move on. Like, I get your Spider-Man. <laughs> You're supposed to have quips. But boy, do I not care about this right now. But I'm the weirdo who's like, you know, before I make everybody angry, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to that Spider-Man game, though. Like, that could be pretty legit. Oh, like, heck yeah. Yeah, hopefully heck it's yeah. cool. Um. So Batman sucks, and then I played uh, that Abzu game. I'm not sure, quite sure if I'm saying that How correctly. Is that? It's really, a... it's really interesting. It's a very chill game. Uh, the controls so take pretty. It's really pretty, and you could ride fish. Like that's a. That's, I know. I saw that. Like literally, you walk up to a. a I think it's called a giant grouper, and there's like a button cue to like. Ride, it says just ride the fish, and I'm like, hell yeah, let's ride the fish for a while. Ride a fish. Uh. It's really pretty. The controls are a little weird. You're, uh, you know how in a third person game when you control the camera, the the direction that you would point your character in is then relative to the camera. So like if I'm looking like in Dark Souls, if my camera's pointed to the right, like I don't push forward to go forward. Like I have to kind of I have to push it like to the left to be relative to my character, and yeah. I'm kind of used to that. This game isn't like that. Like, if you push forward, your character literally just goes forward or goes down oh, so in most times. Almost like a, like a Resident Evil tank controls kind of thing. Kinda, yeah. And they, they've got options for inverting that or not inverting that, and I had to play around with those to kind of get like. But I'm still finding myself like, I I think that I'm I'm, I'm pointing my, into a relative what I think is a relative direction, but then my character just turns right, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm meant to go. Okay, fine, I got it. So I end up like winding the character <laughs> behind me. Um, I'd almost like the ability to lock the camera behind my character and then just have it follow me wherever I go. Uh, but so, yeah. I, and that might be in there, and I just haven't seen it. I didn't get a, a lot of time to play with it, but very, very pretty. Like you go around, and it seems like you're finding these things and activating them and making things happen. Um, it reminds me a lot of Flower. If either one of you played that, I like, loved Flower. Yeah, so you're just kind of floating around, and then you're finding stuff, and you do something, and it like makes a small change in the environment, and then you find something else and it makes a large change in the environment and weird shit happens on the screen so oh, what what platform is this on is this on xbox or i know it's on ps4 i don't know that i don't know if it's cross I think it's platform also or not. on pc i believe it's at least on pc so yeah and another another thing this looks terrifying this guy <laughs> yeah if you if you don't like going underwater <laughs> this might not be the game for you because apparently your character can just breathe underwater or you're not human or like i don't know what this like they've gotten no, into nothing about like why you're there doing this like they the game literally starts with you like in the water you're like they don't even tell you how you got there and then you dive under <laughs> like it's 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 odd but it's really really good um, between this and no man's sky um it's a lot of just like 
looking at pretty things games. And then there's like, like that uh, that ballerina game coming like sometime next week or the week after. Yeah, yeah, that that kind game looks hella weird and cool. Yeah. Looking forward to all of that stuff. Uh, also played Inside, which we kept talking about trying to get a spoiler cast together, and I think it's the I think the time has just passed. Sorry, Cliff. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that game, that game, that game is don't talk. <laughs> yeah, because apparently we don't talk anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we. Uh, that game is is crazy and weird, and if and if you haven't played it, you should because it's fantastic. No matter what Vader says. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be totally my tongue. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I, I can I can totally see I can totally see complaints about that game. Like it, it it works for me on all levels because even though the gameplay is pretty sparse, like the overall, like the way that the controls work, how everything works so well together, like brings up like the relatively like basic gameplay into a whole other level for me. And then that whole ending sequence, like that really landed for me. Like the, there's a moment in that game that happens that I almost feel bad even saying, even though the game's been out, but like there's a turn and that turn literally had my jaw on the floor. Like me and my sister were playing the Mm. game together and like, like looking at each other, like what in the fuck? And yeah, that it it was, yeah. When that happened, I just said, that's, this is dumb. (laughs) See, I don't, oh man, I can't even, I, I said it out loud. I was like, look how stupid this is. No, man, that's oh man. Uh, but yeah, I, I doubt we'll do a, a spoiler cast on it. I listened to there's an episode of the Short Game podcast on it, and they did a really good job talking about it. And then uh, the guys over at Duck Feed did an episode of what is their indie games podcast, Comrades? Oh, check it out, Comrade. Check yeah. it out, Comrade. Thank you. Uh, yeah, they did an episode of Check It Out, Comrade, into kind of a spoiler thing and. Just talked about how great the animation and everything in that game is. Um, yeah. Do they need to do a podcast just on their process of coming up with names for the feed? <laughs> they got some amazing names. Uh, I know for a fact that they will literally cut stuff out of a podcast. Um, like if they were talking and like a, a joke lands, and they're like, "Oh no, wait, that's actually too good to put in a podcast. We need to make that into its own thing." They, they'll cut it out. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's funny um, but the, the most fun I had with Inside was listening to Darth Souls uh, Matt Lee's talk about it okay um, and how he got super excited about uh, certain things in the game and his his theories that's the most fun I had with the game is hearing his someone else discuss ideas and thoughts of the game there's also a um, video that I want to put in the uh, show notes that I'm actually writing that I'm going to put in the show notes so I don't forget that it's like a 10 minute thing that he goes he goes through and kind of offers an explanation for what happens in the game that because I played it and then there's this whole secret ending which I got and I was like I don't under fucking stand that at all what the hell is this and, uh, and Cliff was like no man just you got to realize what you were doing and I'm like that doesn't help at all Cliff I don't understand that <laughs> uh, but I, I watched this video and I was like oh. like this dude laid it out in a way that like I, I might as well I'll just take it as canon at this point so. so is it kind of like the ending of um, Limbo, then? Like, it's, where it's, it's like, this is just the end of the game, figure it out. It's, yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, the game ends at a really odd point, and it's kind of, it's almost an anticlimax until you kind of think about everything that you were doing throughout yeah. the game. But so I, it's like Limbo, then. It is, it is a lot like Limbo, limbo yeah. You just see the thing, and the credits roll, and you're like, uh, oh, okay. I will say that there's a lot more environmental storytelling that Limbo ever had before that. Okay. So like everything that like imagine if Limbo was filled with like crazy weird environmental storytelling the entire game. I mean, yeah. 
I already know what happens at the end because mm-hmm. I listened to Giant Bombs thing. Um, oh, okay. Then yeah, they they talk and, pretty extensively about it. Yeah. Yeah, but I just didn't know how it expresses exactly. Yeah, it it's... doesn't. Wow, Vader. <laughs> <laughs> We're we're gonna your homework for the next spot is to come up with five games that you like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad we always talk about games that Vader hates, but you know. <clears throat> well, he's a negative Nancy. He's so a negative Nancy. Do. It actually did make me angry that game, and I, I, only reason I I finished it is because I paid for it. If I got it free, I would have just stopped. What I can't um. like the game plays so well. Like it's like what did you, what could possibly be there to anger you? I don't really like watching a little boy get murdered over and over oh, again. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, we talked about uh, this with Doom, about it being just, like, maybe too violent. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah, Doom doesn't, doesn't bother me. I, um, the okay, violence, Doom just, does. The, I don't know. I just, it, you have to ask my wife. Like, she'll tell you how angry and frustrated I got with this game. Um, Bring her on. Where's Desiree at? Put her on the mic. Uh, she's at the gym. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Desiree, you missed your chance. Next time, stay at home. (laughs) uh, She might be back. Um, But yeah, it was a good game. I could see why people like it. And I've been avoiding, like, for the last two podcasts talking about it because I understand why people like it. It just didn't didn't speak to me. It plays well. I really like the little boxes where you pull the lever and it goes. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I really like. I love like the, the puzzles um, and stuff like that. It's just I didn't like the setting at all. Well, um, I can see because think, like, especially if you have kids. Uh, I remember my dad telling me one time that he had to give up reading Stephen King books because he felt like in every single Stephen King book he was like murdering a child. Like he was like, "Dude, I've got like kids. Like I don't want to read that. Like that's not fun." So I can I can totally understand yeah, that. If that makes sense. Bothers you. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty graphic. Like the dogs like snap the kid's neck. Like it's. Oh yeah! On. Oh, it's and gruesome. Death. Like the, every single death animation is super gruesome in that. <clears throat> um, similar fashion as to why I didn't really like playing the first Tomb Raider remake. They lovingly animated every single one of those death scenes. It's like, oh, oh, you remember yes. the the waterfall scene where you're like this. you're like yes. racing down the river and like the like the you thing of metal can come into face? yeah. Oh my god! Like that was way too over the top. <laughs> I was like, why? Like yeah. that's that's actually the sequence I stopped playing the game. I was like, well, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I got past there's that, a, but yeah, it was bad. There's a little bit of that on the new Tomb Raiders, but you, I guess it's not that hard. It's you don't die that often. Yeah, there's a few there's a few gruesome scenes on the new Tomb Raider, um, from what I remember, but I don't remember dying that often. Like it's not Yeah, it's not set up that way, like the old games used to be. <laughs> you die all the time. Um but this game is inside is it's like i don't like the puzzles that it's you kind of forces you to die to learn the puzzle mm. i kind of did you like limbo by the but or did you not care for it sounds like limbo yeah because it's it's very yeah. much like that yeah um i i like the idea of it i played it at a friend's because it, it took a long time to come to playstation it and did. i yeah, didn't have did. an xbox mm-hmm. um uh so i played it at a friend's house and i liked the concept of it and i got it free with playstation plus and i said oh, oh well, give us a go and i got to the same past the first kind of spider boss thingy and i was like yeah i'm done can't be bothered it just it didn't it doesn't draw me in I'm just not interested in yeah just gave up other things to play fair enough uh the last game i want to talk about and we'll, before we move on to listener questions and emails is um there's this game that i apparently had for free when i because when i 
it set up my Xbox One. Like I maintained my gold status the entire time because I had it. I had bought so many cheap cards. I just had it for years. So oh, nice. I would keep going like every month and downloading like the free Xbox, you know, free with gold games. And there's this one called Max and the Curse of the Brotherhood, and uh, it's it's got to be like a launch game or something, like it because it's it's relatively simple, but it's very very pretty. And it's uh, just a really, really neat physics platformer. Um, like the the setup is pretty simple. You, you know, it's one of it's the it's the labyrinth thing where like, oh, I hate my brother. I wish he would disappear. And then like somebody comes and steals your brother, and you're like, oh shit, I don't really hate my brother that much. And then you jump in the portal <laughs> after him. So you're in a crazy land, and this chick gives you like this power to create stuff. And so, like, at first it's real basic, like, you can make these platforms rise out of the ground, and then you get the ability to grow vines, and then you get the ability to grow not just vines, but, like, these, like, swinging vines, so that you can... That's kind of cool. So you're actually creating the platforms that you're that you're using then. Exactly, yeah. And then the, the, really all this cool. stuff can interact with each other. So, like, at one point, I, like, you get to the thing where you're... <clears throat> you draw the vine and it swings to you and then you're swinging over and then you're drawing something for you to land on. And then you're doing like, it gets kind of complicated. And I looked at the achievements. I mean, I played for probably four levels and then I was looking through the achievements and it was like, you know, create a thousand fireballs. And I was like, I don't even have fucking fireballs yet. What are you talking about? So, uh, yeah. So there's tons of stuff to do and it's, it's really, really neat. Like, and there's cool stuff. Like you can, you can eventually you'll be able to draw these vines in different shapes and then cut them off so like it lands on top of you so you've got like a little vine house that you can push to guard against enemies like there's it's like it's kind of an intricate awesome yeah it's really fun like and it's it was totally unexpected for me like i'd never even heard about the game i just had it when i started downloading everything and i was like shit like this works this is good so i don't know it was a x Xbox 360 game or Xbox One? I'm sorry, it's Xbox One. I probably keep oh, yeah. saying 360 because I'm a dummy, but yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't even have my 360 hooked up at the moment, which is a bummer. Oh yeah, so. oh, it sounds interesting. It sounds it's really cool. cool. Like, go, cool go check out some videos. It's, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm gonna have to see if this is on PC or something because that sounds really cool. Right, make sure I write down notes. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We I had you know a good time with it. <clears throat> Well, if you guys don't mind, let's take a, a, a quick break and then run into emails. listener email portion of the podcast uh vader you want to take our first question uh who's the best player out of you boys because i want to know from pat pat san 86 from twitter uh, <laughs> I, this was a funny I guess the best player like <laughs> is he talking about like with the ladies <laughs> like, is that the kind of player he's talking about <laughs> well, are we talking like both married i guess i win <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> the, the true goal the true winning right <clears throat> yeah exactly uh, dang it um, right i don't know that like we can really even measure like like the best 
quote unquote gamer out of because like we all played kind of different stuff and even when we played the same stuff like we played it kind of differently so I don't I don't know that there'd be any kind of rankings that we could get like I guess maybe one day we could all sit it down and like race <laughs> and see who can see who can drive the car. The Telltale's best. Walking Dead first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can do some speed. Actually, that's not a bad idea for charity. We can do like a like a speed run race. Fun, That'd be yeah. fine. Yep, that would be good. Um, but Jeremy's just being humble. We all know it's Jeremy. I don't think I don't think that's yeah. true at all. I'm not good at video games. <clears throat> I'm gonna say the amount of PvP in Dark Souls kind of qualifies you for that one. Okay, well, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm not going to be modest. <laughs> um, Cliff Dash Dark Insight at Death Note. Man, who is this guy? Uh, Cliff says that uh, I don't know what question you asked, Vader. I probably we should probably have queued that up. Did you just ask for general oh, questions yeah, yeah. or? Oh, this is a bit random, probably. Um, let me get it. I asked, what, is, what has been on your mind of late? What are you excited for and or disappointed about the gaming industry? We'll discuss on Dark Insight Pod. Okay. Um, Cliff says, No Man's Sky has been, on him, has been on my mind. I cannot wait to just fly around the galaxy and discover and survive. And also Suicide Squad, as this is the reason I'm not, I'm not there. I'm off to see it on opening night with the Mizzes. So he's oh, trying to pretend yeah. that he doesn't have beef with me, that he's going on a nice date with his, <laughs> with his wife. In reality, he just has beef with me. So I see exactly what's going on. You guys are avoiding each other. You just yeah. need to talk about your issues. Yeah, we need that to get, just get into it. Record it, though. Exactly. Make content <laughs> out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Fight. Steven, you want to take uh, Darth Shinobi's? Sure. Uh, yeah, this is Shinobi of the Cosmos. Uh, he says, No Man's Sky, plus something pissing me off is people bitching constantly about nothing. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but that's the internet. So. Yeah, welcome mm. to the internet, unfortunately. Makes me sad. <laughs> All right. Uh, David Petroco. Petroco. Uh, Petroco, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Nintendo NX. I'm with you there. I uh, ended up skipping over the Wii U, but am ready to accept another Nintendo console into my home. And it's exactly what I'm at at this moment as well. Um, ready to, to get another uh, Nintendo console. Nice. This need to confirm a good new Metroid, then I'll be on board. There, There is no such thing. <laughs> Prime isn't as bad as everybody says. Uh, I, I like I like Prime. Like, if they did another one of those games, I, I could probably do it. Like, I, uh, I have... That said, I haven't played it in a long time. I downloaded uh, the, I, uh, the the collection was on the virtual console for a while. So that's mm-hmm. on my Wii U, but I haven't had a chance to boot it up. They progressively get worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Two was garbage. <laughs> and three was, oof, three was rough. Yeah, I only played one and three, and I hated three. So Yeah, three was not good. Although the controls on three were really good, so I'm interested to go back and play one with the Wii controls. So. Sounds like you're talking about Dark Souls. You could be talking about exact same thing. Right now. <laughs> you could, you could easily. You could, <laughs> that's not. That's you're absolutely right. Because <laughs> Dark Souls Three plays super well, but it's not the best. <laughs> uh. I guess I have the next one. Um, Go ahead. Str- Stranger. Oh, this is from Zero Hill. 
at Zero Hill Games. Uh, Stranger Things is an amazing show. I wish I had more of No Man's Sky. Better not let me down. Yeah, Stranger Things is incredible if you like old Stephen King, Steven Spielberg stuff. Oh, it's man. It's so good. It's, it's oh. so good. We finished it this week, and uh, right before we left for Austin, we started it, and we got all the way to the last two episodes and then had to leave. And like oh, the, the entire man. time, people would be like, "Have you seen That's Stranger Things?" And we were like, "We haven't seen the last two. And they were like, "No, <laughs> you can use my Netflix right now." And I'm like, "We're not going to do that." <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to add that to my list because me and the wife are watching on Netflix uh, Marco Polo at the moment, and so once we're through that, I'll have to check on Stranger Things. You watching That's the so uh, first season of that or the most recent? Uh, Marco Polo, the second season. We're up to second season now. Cool, 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 cool. I haven't seen the second season yet, but uh, I'm. I think we watched one episode of it and then forgot to go back. But yeah, it's first season was really good. Stranger Things is awesome, though. You definitely should check that out. Y'all, I think y'all would really dig it. Yeah. Get and scared. I will take uh, <laughs> our boy yeah. Morbid Beard, yeah. whose current Twitter name is Dead Man Joaquin, which is just fucking hilarious. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Again, thank you, Josh, for coming on the show and uh, filling in for me a couple of weeks ago. I appreciate it. <clears throat> Josh says, No Man's Sky seems to be the hot topic and how people seem to actually want it to fail. I don't understand that mentality. How can you actively want something to fail when ultimately it doesn't affect you or your life? How is it productive to start a hate campaign against something that's not yours? I couldn't care less about the Suicide Squad, but I'm not p- telling people not to like it. It's just not for me. My point is, why can't we just p- let people like what they like because to them it's just fun? Anyway, No Man's Sky is going to be amazing, and I can't believe that this time next week I'll actually own it. Also, Fight Club 2. Fight Club 2. Wow, I cannot talk today. Almost there. Fight Club 2 is a bloody good read, and you should all give it a go. Just as confusing as the first one. And I need to find out. We were talking briefly before the show. Like, I don't think that's a novel. I really think the Fight Club 2 is a comic book for some reason, but I, I could be I way off on that. I didn't even know it was a yeah. thing. I don't know why I'm, why I'm saying I should go look that up when I could literally just type in like nine numbers into a Google engine and be right there. But <clears throat> it's a lot of work. I know, right? It's a graphic novel, yes. Oh, interesting. That would be really cool. And, uh, really cool. and Josh, if you're out there, the third link when I Googled that, it says that Chuck Paladuk destroyed his les- legacy with Fight Club 2. So, <laughs> just saying, people on the internet disagree with you. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, yeah. no way. <laughs> no, but oh, yeah, I totally yeah. get what he's talking about, though. That is a really crappy mentality for people to have. It's like, oh, I don't like this thing, so you shouldn't either. Yeah, I don't get yeah. over. I don't get like really into celebrating when people fail or when things are not good. I, I try yeah, not to bring that into my life. Like the only time I can really get behind that is when it's Donald Trump. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's amazing that people do it. Because um, to be honest, Dark Souls suffered with that a little bit. People who mm-hmm. were like, "Oh, it's too hard," and there's a lot of hate towards it. Start off with because it was so hard and. Um, and you know that liked it was lame and yeah it's it happens in everything but like what you like i say uh we've got the law the law slinger firing from the from the hip uh, with his law <laughs> uh, quick draw mcgraw um i'm simultaneously excited when i get hyped about a game and disappointed in how many many handled the hype I'm very excited about No Man's Sky, but people sending death threats over delays and setting... I shouldn't laugh. It's, is that a thing? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Delays and sit, sit, setting ridiculous expectations. 
really sours the whole scene for me a bit. Luckily, we've got a great community here. Uh, it's, it's kind of a good follow-on from what Josh just said. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's the opposite of people who aren't anti. It's people who are too excited and just take it yeah. way too seriously. Um, and I think that's another reason why when I get excited about a game, I kind of stop looking at it. Like I've looked at barely anything for No Man's Sky, but I'm super excited. Like I'm just... I'm thinking about taking the day off next Wednesday when it comes out. Um, yeah, I'm very similar, Vader. Like, if if I if I know enough about something to know that like it's going to be like my thing, then I just completely ignore everything else about it, or I try to like exactly. um, like any of the exactly. fantastic Marvel movies. If you guys have heard of those, the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Captain America, you, I don't know if you heard about those, but they're really good. <laughs> like at a certain point I don't need to see like a new Doctor Strange trailer like I know I'm going to go watch Doctor Strange in the theater like it's going to happen So exactly yeah um, and, and that way you avoid some of the negativity that is out there um, yeah what was the second part of that really sours the whole scene for me but luckily we've got a great community yes we do we're a great community here I was just talking tweeting with uh, Cliff and Chris Moser about this and we kind of need to come up with like an overarching name for this kind of multi-podcast group we've got going on. <laughs> um, the problem is you start thinking about names and you've got to start adding in more podcasts and people. And uh, so we need kind of like an overriding title for this community because we do. It's, it's just, there's so many dark places on Twitter, but generally all I see on my feed is really positive um, and, and happy. So it's, it, it's really good. Yeah, I've done a really good job of weeding out things that I just don't need to see on a daily basis that, you know, are kind of negative. Or even, like he's talking about, people who are still excited about a thing that they that they ruin kind of the experience, mm-hmm. uh, similar to what happened with Dark Souls 3. Um, dig all that up again. But uh, just like, you know, it's, it's nice having, you know, a couple, like between this... Between you guys and Duckfeed, like just having these really like positive, non-toxic group of people to talk about the things that I like with is really nice. Like it's great. Yeah, it was fun listening to the latest Twin Humanities where uh, CJ and Patty talk about Dark Souls three and kind of their just feelings in general on it. And CJ is actually really, really positive, whereas Patty's kind of not as strong on the game as he. He just kind of doesn't care about the lore too much. He likes the gameplay. But it was really, it was fun because neither one of them let the other one get too far down or too far up. Like, it, they kind of kept yeah. each other balanced. And so it was a fun conversation to listen to. And I'm not saying, like, that's not like a subtweet or anything. Like, I'm not saying other Dark Souls podcasts are doing it worse or anything. I just, just it, that's the kind of <laughs> stuff that I like. Like, I'm not, I'm not like saying what something is good by saying something is bad or anything. But yeah, the the community that we have and like the people that are putting out content are just so cool. Like everybody on my feed that we talk, they just, we all talk to each other all the time. Like it's weird. (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) It's really bizarre and fun. And I'm, I'm glad that it's there. So, so one of the, the community names that Cliff suggested was dark humanity chain. (laughs) So you're going to leave out, uh, you're going to leave out. We're not, we're not wizards. (sighs) You well, got to add problem. It's yeah, nice we're going to leave out platformers. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> what about don't give up skeleton? That's mine. 
which uh, arguably might be the best title of the bunch. I'm, I'm just going to say Don't Give Up Skeleton is, is my favorite thing to say out loud. Yeah, it really is. I'm glad I'm glad <laughs> that I get to so say good. things to my wife like I've got to record a skeleton tonight. Like that's that's a common <laughs> phrase in my house. So thank you, CJ, because my, my previous names were so fucking horrible that I can't put them out there in the real world. So. <clears throat> um, all right, we'll just call ourselves Skel- the Skeletons here. Yeah, the skeletons. Oh, are, that's yeah. a good one. It's a good stuff. Yeah, um, because that's the thing. I started thinking about yeah, all the other podcasts and groups, and yeah, um, it gets it gets. There's too many of us, but yeah, it, it's, that, it's really like positive. that Jacob's Talkbox guy. Uh, Jake has like you know like a ton of YouTube stuff happening with all of his like Overwatch raps and things like that. Like that dude is all over uh, the place. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just cool. Yep. It's, it's been really nice. Um, so yeah, I think that was the last of our communications. It is. Steven, thank you very much yep. for filling in for uh, Young Cliff this evening. We really appreciate it. Um, Super fun. Um, tell everybody where they can find you on the internet. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at FromSoftJunkie. Um, every once in a while, I will put up stuff to stream and stuff on there. Um, been doing that less frequently just because stuff work, but hopefully... Uh, that'll mellow out and I get to do that again. Um, and if you search uh, platformers on either SoundCloud or iTunes, we're up there. Um, we'll have actually an episode probably coming out around the same time this is out. Uh, they usually come out on Saturdays sometimes. So yeah, I should have this up tomorrow morning, so yeah, we should be fine. So yeah, we'll be out around the same time. As the nice. Vader, where can they find you on the internet? Um... What what new dating sites have you found for us that you can register for? That's the thing. You just set me up with every week. Uh, hey, I'm going to set you up and you can knock them right down, man. You got it. You got it. Uh, just giving my wife more ammunition to tweet to you about. Um, Highlight of my week. Um, yeah, Vader Van Oden on Twitter, YouTube, um, battle.net now. Um, come challenge me on on a half stone um, yeah it's, yeah it's good stuff and I just followed uh, you Stephen I didn't realize I wasn't following you I, I suck at this Twitter what thing sure <laughs> seriously um, I, each other. I went and followed um, and I, I need it yeah and so Thanks. go follow him it's probably more worth following Stephen than following me I don't believe uh, that's we're true. All in this, we're all skeletons together. <laughs> we're all skeletons yeah. in this in this world of flesh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been your host, Jeremy Greer. You can find me on Twitter at JG Greer. If uh, you like this podcast, you might like the Don't Give Up Skeleton that we just mentioned. That's a podcast that I do that's specifically about Dark Souls and how people came to it. In the last four weeks since I've been on this podcast, we've had episodes from... Oh man, a bunch of people that I can't remember now. Neo Loki, uh, who makes awesome YouTube videos. Uh, CJ and, and Patty came out the same that week because they were Twin Humanities dudes, and I think both of those are really good episodes. Uh, this week was Dr. Faust is Dead, who's a new YouTube LPR that I think is going to do some pretty cool stuff. So go check that out, and if you want to be on it, go send me a DM to the at DGUS podcast email address. This has been episode 27 of Dark Insights. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you have five spare minutes, go send us an iTunes review. Go tweet your friends about us. Go tell your mom about us. Do Go talk to, talk to podcast up. We're always looking for new listeners. If you have questions, you can always write to our Twitter, which is at darkinsightpod, or you can go check out darkinsight.net for links to the shows, links to 
various reviews, just like Steven will have a review up tomorrow for Hyperlight Drifter. Uh, we also do various articles and content and links to all of our personal stuff. So go check that out. And that's it. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you in two weeks. Wow, you'll hear from us in two weeks. <laughs> no, no, and you haven't heard in two weeks we're turning this into a video podcast. <laughs> ah, done. Cool. In <laughs> uh, two weeks you will hear from us again. <laughs> Good night, folks. We appreciate you listening.